0: Switchcraft is recorded live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Lowry Sweeney. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Episode 205 of Nintendo Switchcraft is also brought to you by OPC. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash OPC seat to directly support the show and get a fantastic gaming chair that can support you i'm sitting in one right now and it's great by the way if you go to runjumpstomp.com slash seat, that will give you ten dollars off your gaming chair so make sure again that url is runjumpstomp.com slash op seat This is it, guys. This is the last day that you can sign up for our giveaway to celebrate 200,000 downloads of the podcast in the last four months. Uh, I am giving away $60 worth of eShop cash and actually... In, the, in just the month that we've been doing this, the show has been downloaded 40,000 times, which is just crazy and awesome. Uh, so if you want to enter that giveaway, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash giveaway. There are, as of the recording of this, it is 11 a.m., uh, for me and US Eastern and as of recording this there are only 13 hours left to enter the giveaway uh, and whoever wins will be getting $60 worth of eShop uh, gift cards. so make sure that you enter the giveaway if you haven't yet and again that URL is runjumpstomp.com/ giveaway. When you've lost your last man, hold a and B to continue where you left off. Do this before the title screen appears well now that we got all that stuff out of the way let's talk about nintendo's news today so uh, we're going to start with the full message from mr Furukawa, mr shintaro Furukawa. he was in charge of marketing for this nintendo switch stuff uh, and i would say he's done a pretty damn good job and he is now It sounds like there's an airplane going overhead. He is now taking over for Mr. Kimishima, who was the interim uh, president of Nintendo after uh, Mr. Iwata passed away. Uh, So Mr. Kimishima took over. He led the charge with the Nintendo Switch. And um, now he is stepping down and retiring. And he is going to be replaced by Mr. Furukawa, who's been working in the marketing team, basically. And Mr. Furukawa uh, gave a statement, and I talked about it on last episode, uh, but that was only a little tiny bit of his statement because that's all that we had translated at the time. So now we have the full official translation of uh, Mr. Furukawa's statement to uh, shareholders, and I'm going to go through it real quick with you guys. I'm going to read it, and uh, afterwards I will... um, Uh, What's the word I was looking for? Oh, I I will just talk about like what I think about it. Uh, So this is the direct quote. This is from uh, officially from Nintendo. It says, since the launch of the family computer system called Nintendo Entertainment System outside of Japan in 1983, Nintendo has been offering the world unique and original entertainment products under the development concept of hardware and software integration. In the field of home entertainment, the video game industry is one of the few industries established in Japan that spread around the world. The Nintendo and Nintendo has established itself as a well-known brand, truly representing video game culture throughout the world we want to continue I'm sorry, we want to continue being a company that creates entertainment and to bring smiles to people's faces. We also want to expand the number of people who have access to Nintendo intellectual property. In other words, we want more people to have access to the characters and worlds from games created by Nintendo and thereby raise the corporate value of our business." based on this fundamental strategy we will continue striving to offer products and services that anyone can enjoy regardless of age gender or gaming experience by keeping our dedicated video game platform business with its integrated hardware and software at the core of our operations as we have always done Within our dedicated video game platform business, we will continue our efforts to introduce an even wider range of consumers to the unique appeal of the Nintendo Switch, which can be played anytime anywhere with anyone. We will likewise work to continue providing software that can be enjoyed by a variety of consumers. In addition, we will work towards strengthening our digital businesses and building longer-term relationships with customers through services such as Nintendo Switch Online. We continue to expand the number of people who have access to Nintendo's intellectual properties in the world beyond games platforms developed by Nintendo. One method for achieving this is by expanding our game business to smart devices, which have built an extensive install base worldwide. The experience of playing games on smart devices is different than that from playing games on a dedicated video games platform that we develop with integrated hardware and software which has yielded new opportunities to develop and operate games that more people around the world can enjoy on their smart devices we will also be we are also bringing nintendo characters to to several different sectors including theme parks video content and character-based merchandise to increase the opportunities for consumers to encounter nintendo intellectual property in their everyday lives With support from our external partners, we are actively working on these aspects of business which differ from the dedicated video game platform business that has been a part of Nintendo for so many years. We intend to expand the number of people who have access to Nintendo IP by raising awareness across an even broader consumer demographic through these opportunities to make contact with consumers outside of games. Nintendo will continue to flexibly transform itself by adapting to changing times while consistently valuing the spirit of originality based in the belief that the true value of entertainment lies in its uniqueness, and we will continue to provide products and services that surprise and delight customers. We ask you, our shareholders and investors, for your continued support and encouragement. Okay, that was a lot to read through. Uh, So my first takeaway here is we already kind of knew that Nintendo was doing this. We knew that Nintendo was... There's been lots of rumors that Nintendo was working with Netflix to uh, make a Zelda show or that they were... um, Uh, working on theme parks and now we know that they are working on theme parks we've we've known about that for quite some time now um we we don't know if Nintendo is going to be working with Netflix to make a show that just seems like uh something that uh that just seems like something like that's a pipe dream but it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen and it doesn't mean that it would happen with Netflix anyway um so we know that we've got these things in the pipeline I know that um there's been a lot of people talking about the fact that Charles Martinet came in to read for um, the new Wreck-It Ralph movie. So I think that we're going to see Mario in the new Wreck-It Ralph movie and... Um Maybe this, you know, maybe this is what Nintendo's plan is, is to just take their IP and kind of insert them in various strategic places in order to get more people to like, oh, yeah, I remember Mario from forever ago. Let's uh, let's check that out. Um, And do I expect to see a full Mario movie? I do believe that we're going like I'm fairly certain that I've even talked about this before, that we've got a Mario movie uh, coming and it's going to be an animated movie. And, and what kind of game or what kind of movie is that going to be? We don't know. Uh, where is it going to be in theaters or is it going to be like on Netflix? Uh, we don't know. But it seems like uh, Nintendo is uh, stretching out in order to reach more people. And that's definitely a good thing. Uh, Because the more people that Nintendo reaches, the more successful their console is going to be. And the more successful their console is going to be, the more third-party support it's going to get. So that seems like a win-win-win. And I know that there's a lot of people out there who say uh, that they don't want... They just want Nintendo to make games. Just make games, Nintendo. Um, Right now, I think Nintendo is the only of the major consoles that is not diversified. Like, Nintendo is very much a video game company whereas sony is an entertainment company they have they you know they make tvs they make headphones they make movies they make video games uh, they microsoft has makes computers they make um they make games they make operating systems and software Nintendo just makes video games, and so it, it makes a lot of sense for Nintendo to diversify because that allows them to take more risks, and if there's anybody out there that is really good at taking risks and usually having those risks pay off, it's Nintendo, and for them to be able to take those risks without um, without just destroying their business, uh, then I think it's a good thing. Um, Fisto in chat says, weren't they working with Illumination Studios? That's correct. Uh, Now that you say that, I remember it now. Uh, This is the company that made, I believe, the Minion movies, which I I know that that's like, oh, I don't want to see Mario Minions thing, But just because they made Minion movies doesn't mean that it's not going to, you know, I think that Nintendo has learned from their movie mistakes in the past. If you've Ever seen the 1980s uh, version of the Super Mario movie? Uh, that thing was uh, a, a, a dumpster fire, uh, and uh, I think Nintendo learned that you can't give control over to other people who are who are not you. Uh, they have to control it. And I'm sure that Nintendo will re- uh, retain control when they're working with Illumination Studios. Uh, but overall, I think that this is a good message from Mr. Uh, Mr. Furukawa. And I am excited about what he's going to do uh, with Nintendo's future. Because this guy's really young. He's going to be the president of Nintendo for a really, really long time. Let's review the numbers. Sega Genesis is 16 bits. 3DO is 32 bits. The Atari Jaguar is 64 bits. Which is more advanced? Clifford! So yesterday, well actually two days ago, um, Arena of Valor came to the Nintendo Switch. And um, I was in the woods uh, at a science conference, so I missed out and didn't get to play it that day but I played it the next day and you know I did a first impressions where you know I just played through the tutorial and recorded it and you can see that over at YouTube but now I just want to talk about my impressions with the game so far so if you are unfamiliar with the genre this is a MOBA which means multiplayer online battle arena and this particular genre, basically, the way that it works is you'll have a team on one side of a map, a team on the other side of a map, and each team has a core that they have to protect. And your job as the, uh, t- as the enemy team is to destroy your enemy team's core. Um, between you and the enemy, there are a set of towers and the, the map is basically mirrored on both sides. So do they have towers and you have towers and the towers do lots and lots of damage to you Uh, so you need to destroy those towers so that you can march along and then destroy the core and the real gameplay stems from the fact that most of these games have a lot of diversity and uniqueness to each hero each hero that you can play and there's I i think there's like 30 of them or something Uh, Each hero that you can play has their own abilities and play style and you know they'll break up the characters into different categories like this one's a tank this one's a uh, damage dealer this one's really good at going into the jungle which is the space between the lanes uh, where the towers are Um, and then this one's a support and as you uh, play through the game everybody starts at level one and as you play through the game you level up and you get gold from killing monsters or killing um, like the little minions throughout the the map or by killing players and then you can take that gold and spend it on um, on items in order to make your build more unique than somebody else's Um, and as you play the game you level up and you get more abilities and then the enemy team is doing the same thing and it is a really really fun Style of play. Now, now that I've described what a MOBA is to you, I'm going to give you a couple of examples that maybe you have heard of before. Uh, my my two favorite MOBAs that I've ever played is Heroes of the Storm and Smite. Heroes of the Storm is a Blizzard game, and they really streamline the MOBA experience. They take all of the gold out of it, so there's no gold to deal with. You don't have to worry about buying items. Instead, as you level up, you get new talents, and those talents. Uh, basically, they take your your very few abilities, uh, usually three or four abilities that you'll have on your on your hot bar at the bottom, and um, they change them in some way. And overall, that's uh, that's how it stream. Uh, like Blizzard had streamlined the uh, the mechanics of a MOBA. Another thing that they did is that the entire team will gain XP all together so you won't have one person on your team be level 14 while somebody else on your team is only level 8. Everybody is the same level on your team and the other team everybody is the same level on that team Uh, and I really like the way that Blizzard kind of streamlined the MOBA experience. The reason I really like Smite is because Smite has fantastic controls uh, specifically for Uh, using a controller, although it it also has really good controls for mouse and keyboard. So when I heard that Arena of Valor was bringing, which is a, I guess it's got 200 million players every month uh, on mobile, which is bananas. When I heard that they were bringing that game to the Nintendo Switch, I was kind of excited, although I was a little cautiously optimistic. Uh, You know, it's a mobile game. It's probably not going to be exactly what I want, but it turns out that they've really nailed it. Now, what have they done to separate themselves from other MOBAs? Well, first off, it's the only MOBA on the Switch. So they've got that going for it. And We'll talk about that in a second as well. Um, but when I play Arena of Valor, the, the things that I know, looked for uh, is the streamlining. So the streamlining that Blizzard had done with Heroes of the Storm, um, they kind of uh, duplicated that Uh, not in the fact that you gain levels, uh, as a team, uh, because that's not true. And that's one of my little nitpicks with the game. Uh, but in most games, when you earn the gold, you have to go back to your base in order to buy the upgraded gear. And you don't have to do that in this version, which makes it feel a lot more like the talent system that's in Heroes of the Storm. And I really like that. I like that I don't have to go back to my base to buy these shoes that make my character move faster um, or to buy the sword that makes my character do more damage or to buy the shield that makes them take less damage. Uh, So... You can just have your build set up ahead of time. This is the stuff that I want to buy. And then when you get enough money, your character automatically buys it. However, you also have the ability to interrupt that and say, no, no, I'm going to go this way instead. For instance, maybe you're going up against uh, somebody that does a lot of magic damage. So you're going to say, well, I'm going to take a little more magic defense because of the character that I I see uh, that is in my lane that I have to fight and uh, there's a lot of strategic elements to it and that's really where the heart of the MOBA lies is in the strategic elements of the moment-to-moment gameplay and it is... Really, really fantastic. I played it for like six hours yesterday. Uh, I streamed it for three hours. I went and ate lunch. I took a a, a hammock nap, and then uh, I played it for another three hours on stream. And I had an absolute blast playing that game. Uh, so, if you have not yet played uh, Arena of Valor, I'm I'm here to tell you the game is really good. They've they've got a lot of balance issues that i think need to be worked out although the game is in beta Um, but overall i feel like this is a game that i'm going to be playing for a really long time now unfortunately it's in beta right now and what that means is that we're not going to be playing it uh, anytime soon i don't know when the game is actually coming out but we only get to play it for like this week and um Uh, it is one of those free-to-play games where you are you know you just start playing and then if there's a character that you want you buy that character either with your gems that you earn through gameplay or the gold that you earn through gameplay or through spending real world money on whatever currency that there is um for me I probably won't spend very much real world money on this game I'll probably just maybe to unlock one or two characters that I have kind of really uh that kind of grew on me yesterday and um I'll probably just focus on playing those characters but you never have to spend any money because every week they give you uh, different free characters and I'm going to be playing a whole bunch of this game uh, later on uh, no, I, mean, I don't mean later on today I mean when it comes out and I'm really really impressed with Arena of Valor and I'm very curious what you guys think of it now Fisto in chat uh, is saying something that I really like here he says I want a Mario uh, or a Marioba or a Mario or a, a Nintendo themed MOBA and I totally agree in fact this is something that I mentioned A million years ago it feels like uh that i would love to have is all of the characters from smash brothers be characters in a moba and i would play the hell out of that game and i think that nintendo could really uh take the the genre and turn it in a way to make it so much better um But right now, I'm really happy with Arena of Valor and I'm going to be playing a lot more of it. Uh, Please let me know what you guys think of the game if you were in the uh, beta. Uh, And there were there's the thing about Mobis is that there's so many really great moments where you're like, I'm almost going to, you know, you you almost win or you almost lose and you you kind of pull things off at the end. But the games are also incredibly complicated and really, really hard to get your head around. And uh, you'll end up watching a lot of tutorials as well. Anyway, let's move on. Well, everybody, I've got some disappointing news for you. And that is that Bethesda, uh, Bethesda's Todd Howard was interviewed. And he said, guess what? We're probably not going to be getting Fallout 4 for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Let's take a look at the article here. Uh, So where is the quote? So here it is right here. It says, he was asked, are we gonna be getting Fallout 4 on the Nintendo Switch? And he says, well, there's definitely interest. It's not something that we are exploring right now. We think that Switch is a great platform. It was the first time that we really worked closely with Nintendo on Skyrim and a really, really great experience. And we'll certainly be doing more things there in the future. But right now, it's not a mainline Fallout 4. So what does he mean by that? It means that, no, we're not working on Fallout 4. But I I, I never say never because you never know what happens. Um, this is a little disappointing. But for me... I don't expect them to be bringing a Fallout game to the Nintendo Switch. If they are, I expect it to be Fallout 3. Um, That would be a better game for the Switch anyway. It's uh, last generation. The Switch is a little bit less powerful. It would be a lot easier for them to port Fallout 3 to the Switch than Fallout 4, which was made on this generation. And uh, in my opinion, it's a better game anyway. Uh, so it run at a higher frame rate at a higher resolution and it's a it's a damn good game to boot so uh, that's what i would prefer a lot of people are saying well maybe it's because they're working on fallout 76 and i i don't think that that's ever going to happen we're not going to see fallout 76 on the nintendo switch because that is like that is their game that they are making for the ps4 and the xbox 1 and that game is going to look uh, really really pretty and the fact that it's going to look really great means that there's a lot of work that would go into porting it to the Switch and I really don't see um, Bethesda doing that even though they've been a really good supporter of the Switch so far now what, what do I want them to do? well first off I would love it if they ported Fallout 3 but I would prefer uh, in a real uh, you know in, in a perfect world, uh, they would give us everything that everybody wants. But what I would prefer, uh, in my opinion, would be for them to just make something for the Nintendo Switch that is unique to the Switch. Uh, that takes um, the Switch's portability into account. Fallout 76 is a game that they're talking about. is very based on, on online multiplayer stuff. And not that the Switch can't be played online but it can't always be played online without having like a hotspot which like my family uses that all the time my son will get in the car he brings a switch we connect him to my phone and he's able to play his uh uh, you know Fortnite or paladins or rocket league or whatever have you uh while while we're driving down the road and it works pretty good although it's a little laggy Uh, but that's beside the point that's not what we're here to talk about um I don't think that we're going to be seeing Fallout 76 on the Switch because it's just going to be too hard to port it and the online stuff. Um, I feel like that's a game that's going to be always online and that's really the best way to play it. Uh, I hope that they do something else on the Switch that is unique to the Switch or maybe something that they make on the Switch and then they port it to other systems afterwards. Uh, But overall, I, I, I get... The fact that they don't want to remake the game, Vaxer says, I think they don't want to waste time on the game they already finished and want to focus on new stuff. And while I agree with what you're saying, Vaxer, uh, they can they can also just farm that port off to somebody else because they're not the ones that ported. Um, Skyrim. They're not the ones that ported Wolfenstein. They're not the ones that ported Doom. They hired another company to do that porting for them. Uh, so maybe they just don't think that it's uh, worth the investment of money. Uh, not that they're wasting their time. it's They're just spending money uh, getting some other company to do it. Um, let's move on. We've got another uh story that i want to talk about real quick this is written by kodiak moonwolf who's an editor over at runjumpstomp.com thank you very much kodiak for posting this story uh he noticed that there was something happening in Fortnite, and there's been some tweets about it and basically what's going on here is if you play Fortnite, uh you may have noticed a countdown on some of the tvs over the last few days and actually we saw this before and then nothing happened like, we, I'm not sure why that was. Uh, I ta- So I talked about this before. Um, the countdown is going to finish at 1.30 p.m. today. So this is Saturday right now. It's 11.30 a.m. right now. So in about in two hours, uh, the countdown is going to finish. Uh, and I guess what's going to happen here is is that there's a rocket that you can find on the top of this hill. Um, I loaded up Fortnite earlier, and my son showed me uh, where it was. And um, uh, so I went to the little rocket, and then I got fifth place. Um but anyway, I went to the rocket, and I could see the countdown, and uh, it's really cool, and I guess this rocket is going to launch, and like my son told me, that it's probably going to hit an Anarchy Acres, is what he heard uh, from some of his friends. Uh, I don't know what information his friends know, uh, but this is, this is what we know so far, is that there's a countdown, and that countdown is ending at one thirty today. If you've already if you're listening to this and it's already passed well then you know what happens but I don't and uh, I'll probably talk about what's going to happen next time Um, I think that this is really cool I like when uh, games do this kind of thing one of my favorite gaming memories is I was playing Asheron's Call and Asheron's Call had a living and breathing world where things that happened would change the world and I remember one day, and they wouldn't change it live, like while you were playing, uh, but they would change it during the patch or, or uh, you know, when the servers were down. And I remember I was playing on my character and his name was uh, uh, Runs With Scissors. Uh, he was like a dagger character. Uh, and uh, I was, I logged out in this town. I can't remember uh, the name of the town, but I had logged out in this town. And the next day when I logged in, The ground that I was standing like that town was gone and there was a big hole in the ground where I was standing. And like my character had logged out at, you know, a particular Z axis. And then when I logged in, he fell and uh, died (laughs) because I I fell down into the hole. And it was it was far enough down that my level three character or whatever, um, you know, took enough damage that it killed him. And, uh, so, you know, I respawned and I went back over there and I could see like, there was like this thing floating over that town, uh, and it must have shot down and destroyed that town. And I thought, my God, this is the most amazing thing ever. And I love that Fortnite is doing this kind of thing. Um, I'm really excited about it. My son and I are going to, uh, be there, uh, later w- what I really hope is that whenever you start a game right before 1.30 p.m. today, Eastern, what I really hope happens is that they disable weapons or something so you can't kill each other, so that everybody gets to experience it. Because I would hate to jump off the battle bus, float down to that little mountain, hang out at the rocket site, only to have somebody kill me so that I don't get to see it and yes I, and, and I pointed out my son and I were talking about this and I pointed out to him well you could just spectate that person so that you got to see it and he goes but that's not me seeing it and I totally get what he's saying uh so I hopefully you know when uh when one thirty p.m hits people aren't killing each other we're just all you know doing the stupid fortnight dances and uh watching to find out exactly what's happening to this island and who knows it could be anything listen all right everybody that's it for the show today before i go i'm going to read a quick review Klinger fpv gave the show five stars on apple podcasts uh they said i've started listening around episode 170 after desperately searching for quality nintendo podcasts that could keep me up to date on the latest news and also be entertaining to listen to the frequency of releases is incredible and i always have content to listen to I can't emphasize enough how much I love the show. And I was shocked when I realized how relatively small your following is. Yes, I am tiny. Um, You'll blow up in the future for sure. Thanks for your awesome work you do. Uh, super excited for the Mario Tennis Aces Tournament, and if I hear you read this on the air on the show, I'll die. Well, don't die because then you can't play in the tournament. You got to stay alive. So thank you very much, Klinger, for the review. Uh, reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts is huge and definitely helps people find the show. So make sure that you do that. And I, he mentioned our Mario Aces tournament. Uh, so I am doing a tournament. All you have to do to sign up is go to runjumpstomp.com/aces. We're waiting for us to get enough people to do a full tournament. Where I think there's like three spots left in order to to have a 16-person tournament. If um if a whole bunch of people sign up and we get up to 32 spots, then I can do one of those. But uh if 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 we get somewhere between 16 and 32. Then I'm going to have to cut it off at 16 so that we can have an even bracket. Uh, so what will happen is you guys sign up over at, again, runjumpstomp.com slash aces. Uh, once you sign up, you can... Uh, I'll, I'll post the bracket and then you'll find your opponent. You guys will play against each other. You'll post the screenshot in the appropriate channel on the Discord, which I haven't post, I haven't made yet, uh, of the winner. And then I will make a new bracket or I will I will work on the bracket to make it you know down to the winners and we'll do it again and we'll keep going until we get to the final part and the two people who are at the end the winner of that uh gets a ten dollar gift certificate gift certain not gift certificate gift card for the um the the Nintendo eShop uh, that's courtesy of Backback B and I'm giving away a five dollar eShop gift card to the runner up so make sure that you join again that's runjumpstomp.com aces uh, don't forget that if you want the full show you can watch that over at twitch.tv runjumpstomp live every Tuesday Thursday and Saturday and if you can't watch live video because you are a busy person, don't worry about it. You can watch the video after the fact over at YouTube.com slash run, jump, stomp. And finally, if you're looking to support my content, head on over to run, jump, slash thank you. All the links there help me create more stuff. And speaking of thank you, I have some people to thank. It's the live chat. The show would not be the same without them. So let's go ahead and run through. We've got Kodiak, Moonwolf, Vaxxer, uh, Kronag8. Grads 20 lumber joke, two Fisto pudding, Ramshack PS4, and of course the lurkers. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. It makes recording the show so much more fun and a lot easier. I will see you guys next time. Bye bye.